Hey besties, Hi. I'm Brandy. I'm Paige. And this is uh this is Glass of Crime. Yes. Actually, it's a shot of crime. Shot of crime. Shot of crime. Yes. Alright, besties, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is episode six, and we are doing a shot. As you remember, we said um, last week that we are going to start doing both a long and a short, so a glass and a shot. This is our second shot. Yes. You're going to be really, really Are drunk. you drunk yet? <laughs> You're going to be really, really drunk after we have like 100 shots. So this one is really, really weird, you guys. It's weird. Shoot. I was... <laughs> are you going to be able to like post that video somewhere? Are you going to have a link? Yeah. Um, so the one for today, I have a video of it. If you don't believe it, this is one of those you have to see to believe. That's insane. I, I didn't know I what will to be do, posting honestly. it on the gram, which is at Glass of Crime Podcast. I was with um, Christine at dinner, and I was telling her about this case, and I was giving, going over the details, and then mm-hmm. I stopped to take a bite of my food, and she was like, and then what happened? I was like... <laughs> Can I eat, too? So, <laughs> it's a eat? good one. Okay. All right, I'm going to... I know nothing scene. about this one. I yeah. literally have watched the video. This I sent Paige the, the video. First, well, I guess the second one that I'm really just like, I have no idea about what's going to happen. Nothing. I know well, nothing. We're all in this together. I don't know what you're saying. All right, I'm going to set the scene. Okay, set the scene. On May 17th, 2008... Why do all these happen in, like, May? It's going to be May. <laughs> 2008. Twin sisters Sabina and Ursula Erickson, they're Swedish, that's why their names are Sabina and Ursula, are on foot spotted on security camera walking down the median of the M6 highway and attempting to cross. What state is this in? This is not in any state that we know. This is in England. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm going to go over like the whole... It's very... There's a lot of geography going on here. Okay. The police were called excuse me, and arrived, and as the police were being briefed about the situation, Ursula suddenly ran into the road. Ursula. Ursula. It's like the angry, um, yeah. squid. Octopus. Whatever. Octopi? A police officer grabbed her coat to stop her, but she freed herself and ran straight into the side of an oncoming semi-truck. Love that. Seconds later, Sabina jumped into the road, smashing into the windshield of a Volkswagen. They both survived. So, what the hell got Did into Did they them? want to die? Like, Listen, there's a lot of theories that we're going to go over. Okay. But we got to start at the beginning. Okay. So if you guys don't believe me, there's a video. So Sabina, They literally run out into traffic. They literally went, okay, bye. Ew. Okay. Um, so Sabina and Ursula are identical twin sisters. They were born November 3rd, 1967 in Sweden. Okay. I went through a couple of different resources, and some of them said they had a normal childhood. Um, they have an older brother and older sister. There was an author who wrote about the incident, and um, he says that they were exposed to alcoholism and abuse as children and adolescents. So one source says that they had no sign of mental illness or behavioral problems in normal childhood. The other side said alcoholism some, yeah. and, you know, I feel like there's always two sides to that stuff, though. They, like, want to make their lives more interesting than they are. You never know. So... Nothing really says or explains what leads up to the events that occur on May of 2008. So, um, for the time leading up to the experience they're about to have, um, our timeline... It is. It's a whole experience. We all went through it together. So, our timeline begins on Friday, May 16th. Um, The girls are now in their late 30s. So, this is 2008. They were born in 1967. 
Ursula was living in the United States, and Sabina was living in Ireland. They're from Sweden. Okay. Ursula decided to go visit her sister, Sabina, so she went to go visit Sabina in Ireland. Okay, so they're all in Ireland. So now they're in Ireland, but 24 hours after Ursula arrives, they decide to travel to Liverpool, um, which is in England. Yeah, they decide to travel there by ferry, so I don't know why they didn't just fly into ferry and, I mean... Fly into Liverpool. Fly into ferry? They just flew in a ferry. <laughs> so, I, like I said, so as soon as she arrived, they traveled to another, like, country all of a sudden. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. I wonder if they planned that or if they were just like, hey, let's go to Liverpool today. Like, feeling casual, might go to the bar, might go to another country. Maybe. Going to a different country in Europe, though, is, like, not that big of a deal. They just took a ferry, so it's fine. They just, like, rode across the ocean. Yeah, but it's not that far. I don't know. I can't say. I've never been. I haven't either, but, like, I feel like I feel like from my experiences with people that I know that have gone to Europe, they say that, like, traveling to, like, if you're in England and you want to go to Germany, it's, like, it's, like... Everything's really close. It's, like, neighbors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, within, um... Oh, I already said that. Within the 24 hours, they, they went to Liverpool. So, at 8.30 a.m. the next morning, this is Saturday, May 17th, they immediately visited the St. Anne Street Police Station... Once they arrived in Liverpool, and they started to report um, safety concerns for Sabina's children, who were back in Ireland with her husband. Uh-oh. So, safety concerns. they went to Ireland, and then they left to go to England, and then they were like, oh, shit, we left our kids in, left my kids over there with my husband. Is everything okay? Like, for no reason. So... Did they not, like, should she not trust her husband to take care of her children? It literally, whenever I was going through all my different resources, there's no reason that I could find for her making the complaint... So, the police officers were just like, you know, okay, we'll make contact with officers in Dublin, and they promised to follow up with the complaint. And after they did contact Sabina's partner, he said that he has no idea why she's concerned and that the children were safe. Oh, well, that's good at least. So, that's just, like, the first really weird incident that happened on that day. Maybe she, like, wanted to say hello to her kids again before she knew that she was going to run out into traffic and get hit by a car. Yeah, but, I mean, why would you say you're having a safety concern? I mean, I guess safety concern for yourself. (laughs) <laughs> concerned about my own safety just want to say hello to my kids <laughs> I don't know. maybe they can be your own therapist <laughs> so after this around eleven thirty a.m the girls board the national express coach to london so a coach if um you know listeners don't know that's kind of like a bus so things are starting to become a little bit more bizarre they refuse to check their bags on the coach and they refuse to put them in the luggage hold so for whatever reason, they obsessively wanted to hold on to their bags because, you know, they they just really didn't want to part with them. So the driver was like, you... I mean, I feel that. They Like, they were, like, obsessive about it. And they started to get angry whenever they asked if oh. they could check their baggage. They refused to let them go through it. They refused to put it up. So they were like, you know, y'all got to go because you won't let us go through it. You won't, you know, put it up. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? Shit. And They got some drugs so, in there. Well, there's something up in there. So they were asked to exit the coach. And so they literally had to make an unscheduled stop at the Keeley service station on the MX motorway. When they get off the service station, get off at the service station, the service manager called the police because he's alarmed at how they're acting and he's thinking like there's an explosive or something in there. Kind of weird for like two like middle-aged women 
to act like that. To be, like, really, yeah, like, I mean, I get it, like, if a millennial doesn't want to part with their phone, but, like, yeah, and, but like, like older, bag. like, your luggage, are you going to be digging through your luggage right then? Like, yeah, I feel that, yeah, You just yeah, need yeah. to count my underwear that I brought. Yeah, gotta like, make sure my socks are all intact. Yeah, make sure they're all matching. Ew. <laughs> yeah, so they call the police, because, you know, they're, like, they're acting really weird. The police get there. They questioned the girls. They found that nothing was strange. They let them go. They did not check their luggage. They literally just talked to them, and they were like, okay, you know, everything seems normal. Bye. Did they get back on the coach? No. So they left on foot. What with they their did, bags. Yeah, like, with their bags, with everything. So <laughs> they told the police that they just weren't feeling well. So they weren't feeling good, so they wanted to hold on to their luggage, you know, for the extra stress you know, like, that probably would make me feel more anxious and more sickly feeling to have to make sure that Lug my around. bag is in my lap. Yeah. For so, a whole bus ride. Yeah, so they end up leaving Not the station. And the next time we see them is on CCTV on foot, and it's around 3.30 p.m. at this time. And they are walking illegally along the Central Reservation. So... This is not a highway that's designed for pedestrians to walk. It's like, so people on the highway sort of called the police because the way that they were walking was there's the highway going, you know, one is going one way, the other is going the I'm using visual for page, but for yeah, you guys, you I'm can't watching. see it. So there's like the lanes of traffic that are going, you know, straight. And then the opposite side, they're going the opposite way. Okay. In the middle of that, kind of like how you'll see like a grassy median, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. on the highways around us, they, it's like this little tiny concrete area and they're walking on that concrete area. Oh my gosh. So there's not a lot of room there. So that's so it's why. So not like a giant medium where like a yeah no it's stand. it's, it's like I have a, a photo of how small it is so I'll show you guys it's it's really small so like I said this place with is their not, like with their like rolling with their luggage they're just I can just yeah. like in my head I like envision these like two like twin people just walking with their like rolling suitcases and like holding like another bag just like lolly died like like, like they're two, walking like, through an airport semi trucks going by them you, like it's really loud so. Later on, looking back at this event, the mother and the older brother claimed that the girls were fleeing from maniacs, but there's literally... Fleeing from who? There's literally nothing to confirm that, and we have videos, so I'm sorry about it, but there's literally no maniacs, so... <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. The police You're are called, lying. motorists are calling the police, you know, like, these girls are acting weird, and then at one point... Um, Sabina tried to walk and cross the road, but she was skinned by a car, so oh she stepped gosh. back. So, TV um, stations, camera crews, they all started set up on the news. There was actually a film crew for a reality TV show called Motorway Cops. Kind of like, I guess, like cops for us, you know? They're just filming, like, weird things. Yeah. So, all these different, you know, cameras are there, news stations, because it's weird. So, that's how we have so much footage of this. Because people were concerned. Yeah. For their safety. Well, also, it's like, you know, whenever you see, like, a train wreck, you can't look away. It's like, what's going to happen next? Ew. So, like I said, they attempted to cross the road. Sabina was grazed by a red sedan, and then she backed up. Police arrive, and they stop the sisters. They're talking to them. Things appear really calm, and they're smoking and chatting like normal. Um, police are being briefed about what had been going on throughout the day, so they find out, you know, that they were making it from the, the bus they didn't get on, that the police were called there. All of a sudden, Ursula just darts into the road. And one of the police officers, they grab her coat to stop her, but she literally gets out of his grip. She jammies out of it, if that's the word. And she runs shimmies. straight. Shimmies. There it is. She jammies. runs. She jammies. She's wearing her jammies as she does a shimmy. <laughs> she ran straight into the side of an oncoming truck, an 18-wheeler that's going 55 miles per hour. 
And How in the video, do that? she was bold. How? She was being real bold about it. I don't understand. So you, in the video, you see her shoes go flying across the road and her legs are crushed. So the 18-wheeler did run her over, but her legs being crushed, that's really the only injury that she sustained. Damn. Um, yeah, seconds. So police are like, oh, God. They're cats. Seconds later. They have nine yeah. lives. Literally, they, they have, have all the lives. Sabina jumped into the road after that, smashed into the windshield of the Volkswagen. She did a unintentional cartwheel over the hood, and she oh, landed gosh. in the third lane of traffic. Sabina was unconscious for about 15 minutes, but they both survived. Whenever Sabina... Are they still alive? Yeah, they are both alive. Are they in mental hospitals? Because they should be. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happens. Okay. So, Sabina's unconscious 15 minutes, but they both survived. Sabina starts to wake up, and she starts to scream. And she screams, they're gonna steal your, your organs! And then despite her injuries of, like, you know, doing, like, a cartwheel, smashing into a Volkswagen, Probably like... like she Yeah, like, she jumps everything. up. And she starts to wrestle a police officer, and she's screaming, I recognize you, you're not real! And then she punches the officer. I have an answer to everything that just happened. Hit me. Basalts. Well, they didn't try to eat them. But that's, like, mania, basalts. I will, I will tell you. I will tell you all the things. Basalts. So, she jumped over the median that they crossed the first time, and she runs through traffic that's coming at her from the other side. So now she's running the other way. After oh, so that, they're not in a hospital yet. No, they're still on the road. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they she was out 15 minutes, jumped back up, started swinging. So eventually Bold. they, yeah, so she took off her red coat because she had nowhere to go after she crossed the median. It's like a, a wall. Yeah. And she took off her coat and starts to square up at the officers. She's like putting her fist up at them. Like, she's, she's very concerned that somebody's going to hurt her, I guess. And so, the police are surrounding her, and eventually... <laughs> they Eventually, they get her in cuffs, and she was restrained by six people, and then she was sedated. And then both of them were flown by air, by air ambulance to the hospital, and they both survived. In the rubble around the incident, they were able to actually go through their luggage at this point. Oh, shit. So, you know, they went through their shit, and then they found, like, a visor that flew off, you know, one of their heads. But they found their phones were broken, but inside their luggage, they found a collection of cell phones. (gasps) No. Uh, A whole bunch of cell phones. No. Wow. They robbed an Apple store. I don't know. Maybe they got a phone for each hoe they have. Or maybe they're selling drugs. Mm. Basalts. So, they're at the hospital now. Ursula has fractured legs and she was admitted. She was given emergency um, surgery and she survived, obviously. Um, She was then sectioned under the Mental Health Act and held for three months of assessment. Three months she was held. Sabina, who was... Yeah, well, I mean... Three months is still a long time. True, but, I mean, they did... And she was healing. She couldn't go anywhere. But Sabina was almost completely uninjured. She was taken to the police station to be processed. Like, after somersaulting, over getting a like Volkswagen. Yeah, like over Volkswagen, like being unconscious. For I will say minutes. though, Ursula being crushed by an eighteen wheeler probably did have more impact on her body and mind. Oh yeah. Than or she just she couldn't of, do anything. People like jump on the cars all the time. Yeah, but still she was unconscious for fifteen minutes. You would think that they're going to, like, hold her and at least be like, you okay? <laughs> you okay? Your brain You all right? <laughs> Let me check you out. So they they said that she was completely uninjured, so she was taken to the police station to be processed. 
And she's calmer then. She's frustrated because they had to take her jewelry off. And then she started flirting with the police officers. As one does. And, you know, naturally trying to get out of it. So she commented to one of the officers, which is Omnia. She said, we say in Sweden that an accident rarely comes alone. Usually at least one more follows, maybe two. Ew. Mm. Weird. The following day, she was released from court, and she pleaded guilty to the charges of assaulting a police officer and trespassing on the highway. She was sentenced to one day in custody, so she spent the night at the police station, and she had, she was then deemed to have served her sentence, and she had no psychiatric evaluation. That's all you gotta do? And she didn't even ask about her sister. So you could assault a police officer and get one day in custody in she Ireland? Can. And, like, survive getting, you know, hit by a car and somersaulting over the hood and jumping over medians. Good for her. Yep. So she's released. Okay. That's not it. Okay. So, now that she's released, she is walking on the street, she's wearing Ursula's shirt, she's carrying her shit around, Mm -hmm. and she has, like, a shit ton of money, and the amount of money that she had would be equivalent to $1,300 in cash in U.S. dollars. $1,300 in cash is not that much money. That's, that's a lot for me. I mean, yeah, but, like, I'm... That's rent and then some. Yeah, facts, but, like, that's not, like, I'd be very happy with $1,300. I mean, it's a lot for cash, though. Yeah, I guess, you're right. So she's carrying it around in a clear plastic bag. Just, like, out in the open? Yeah, just walking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so around 7 p.m. Um, that day, two men are walking a dog, and they are stopped by Sabina. She asks them where she can find a bed and breakfast, and one of them is a 54-year-old paramedic named Glenn Hollinshead. Okay. And he said that she can stay with him for the night because she seemed, quote, troubled. No, Glenn. Poor Glenn. He doesn't even know. So, at his home, his friend Peter Malloy was visiting, and Sabina's behavior started to become really bizarre again. Okay. She wouldn't stop looking at the window, so she kept, like, looking out like somebody was following her. Like, she was, like, really staying by the window. She kept ducking, like, as if, you know, like, a, you know how, like, a car light will come and, like, it shines into the room? Like, you, she kept ducking under that. Okay. She also would offer the men cigarettes, and then she would snatch it out of their mouths, saying that it could be poisoned. Watch out. So she would offer it to them. Yeah, and they'd be like, like never mind. Yeah, like, no, don't do that. Yeah. So, um, I would be like, Glenn would be like, oh, you need to get out of my house. Right. Like, stop trying to offer me good things and take it away. (laughs) Smoking is not good. Don't smoke. Um, Peter left really late that night, so it was just Sabina and Glenn. The next morning, Glenn asked his neighbor if he could borrow some tea bags, and he told his neighbor that he would be right back. Oh, in England. (laughs) We love a Glenn. So, um, he went inside and then came back out, um, because, you know, the neighbor was going to go get the tea bag, so mm-hmm. he went inside, too. Whenever Glenn came back out, he was bleeding, and oh he gosh. started to say, um, he started to say, she stabbed me, she stabbed me, and then his last words were, look after my dog for me. Aww. Isn't that the saddest? Like, I absolutely Aww. will. I will. I'll look over your dog. So she stabbed him to death. She stabbed him five times with a butcher's knife. Okay. The neighbor called the police. She fled the murder scene, taking a hammer with her. Oh. Yeah, Na- so leave your actual weapon that you just stabbed Glenn with, but take another weapon, just Well, in yeah, case. you don't want to do the same thing twice. It's yeah, too you obvious. Would. It's okay, too obvious. I guess. I don't know, because you got one guy who stabbed you, you got another guy who's hit with a hammer. What's the odds of the same person doing both? You would think that they would just stab the next person, right? I guess. So. I guess she has some sort of intelligence. <laughs> probably not. Neighbors then spotted her on a road nearby, and she was hitting herself over the head with the hammer. Okay. 
She really didn't need to be in the high. The She's not okay at all. So no a mental institution for her. Yeah, they should have held her. So a 17 year old guy named Josh saw her from his car that he was with his mother, and they pulled over, and he attempted to stop her. And he does wrestle the hammer out of her hand, and she ended up hitting him on the head with a piece of roof tile. She Where did she her- get that? I don't know. She has a lot of weapons. Does she just have, like, a Mary Poppins bag full of weapons? I'm t- She, like, whips out her umbrella, starts flying through the air. Right. She had a lot of shit going on, so she hits him over the head with it, and then what she What does fled. a roof tile look like? I don't, you know, I was gonna look it up. I kept thinking about, like, those shutters, like, the red, or, like, the red ones that kind of stack up on each other that you see on top of a Mexican restaurant. Okay, Can yeah. you picture it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure. That's just what happened in my mind. Okay, that's, I was thinking of, like, a brick, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very big difference. Yeah, what? Like a tin roof. I guess. I it's like a whole ass brick in her book bag. <laughs> but it's not. It's it's a roof What's tile. Off? It's a roof tile. Okay. I don't know what the material is, but she hit him over the head with it. Okay. So then she fle- she she flees. She fled. She made it again. to a overpass bridge over another highway. Back with the highways again. <laughs> Back with it again into the highway. She jumped 40 feet onto the A50 highway. Traffic again broke both of her ankles and fractured her skull. She loves traffic. It's on her Did resume. Did she through that, too? Her resume says, we'll jump into traffic. <laughs> we'll jump into traffic. She for, survived. For $1,300. Are you kidding me? She survived. This bitch. Okay, so now she has eight lives. So now she's, she's a cat. intensive I'm care. I'm as a cat. She's with her sister. She survived and was arrested and charged with murder. She stood trial in September 2009. Where's Ursula? Ursula's still in the hospital. Remember, she's got four months. Okay. She has a month of healing and then three months of, you know, being, like, under the Mental Health Act. So they're still, like, checking, making sure she's okay. They did not do that for Sabina. They should have. She, yeah, like, just because she didn't crush Blaine her legs. still be alive. And then that poor boy that was trying to help her, that 17-year-old, is gonna, you know, not get in the head with the roof tile. Yeah. Very upsetting. So she stood trial. And the trial was delayed because of difficulties getting her medical records from Sweden. Sweden? Sweden. How, how they say it with an accent? Sweden? I can see Chubbs is trying to steal the, um, trying to steal the charger off the computer. I oh, just is see she her doing tugging that? at it. Yeah. I heard her meowing. Yeah. Sorry if you guys hear that, but it's a good time. Yeah. So Ursula was discharged the same month um, that they did her trial, and she went back to America. She was never charged with a crime, and she found Jesus. Good for her. She literally just started going to church and found Jesus and everything was fine. Well, she didn't kill anybody. Yeah, she just ran out into traffic and got hurt. I bet Sabina was trying to, like, coerce her. I'll tell ya. Okay. Doing the old twin magic. Anyway, What's up Sabina, with the cell phones? I, we'll find out. I don't know. Sabina pleaded guilty to manslaughter with diminished responsibility. Both the prosecution and defense claimed that she was insane at the time of the killing, but sane at the time of the trial. Her defense counselor explained that she was a, quote, secondary sufferer of faliadu. Faliadu. Faliadu? It's French. French for um, madness of two, which is a shared um, psychotic disorder where psychotic delusions go from one person and they're transmitted to another. Um, And Ursula was apparently the primary sufferer, which is why she ran out of traffic first. Hmm. So the judge. twins frequently or? I mean. Some, I mean, there's something called entanglement that can happen in your brain where you literally start to, you know, when you spend a lot of time with somebody and you start to finish each other's sentences mm-hmm. and yeah. so it could be a very, very severe version of that. Yeah. So it's, it's called falliadu. Okay. 
and I really am sorry if I'm not saying that correctly. I don't think we have any French listeners, but forgive me. Pardon. Um, the judge determined that she had low culpability for her crimes due to her diminished state, and she was sentenced to five years in prison for the murder of Glenn. That's it? That's it. But she was released in 2011. So Sabina's just wow, like walking two the years. street with roof tiles in her backpack, just whacking little 17-year-olds in the head. Her whereabouts are unknown. Okay, that's great. She, so she could be whacking anywhere. Sabina was the girl, the girl that knocked on my window a couple weeks ago. And I Literally, that's probably, her. Probably going to be whacking me with roof tiles. And it's like that episode of Spongebob when he's like tapping on the... On the um, door with the spatula oh yeah and they're like it's the hash slinging slasher but she's her, her roof, roof tile slinging slasher oh my gosh sabina let's talk theories okay christine, what about the cell phones well uh so we'll talk about that christine says they're possessed mm-hmm. that's why they're doing all the crazy stuff i think that possession is more afflicting harm on yourself than other people though i don't know about that can well i guess it's both because they did i've seen the movies yeah i I've mean they did the run movies. into traffic yeah well i mm. mean another theory is that they could have been drug mules so a guy drug named mules. david mccain wrote a book called a madness shared by two about this case and mm-hmm. he wrote that maybe sabina's partner in ireland was part of a drug trafficking ring okay and he thinks that authorities in the uk had the girls under observation because of their connection to a gang Okay. And them not having a lot of legal trouble made a clear path for them to stay out of the legal system. So, you know, her only, Sabina only getting one day sentenced for, you know, assaulting a police officer. You know, she isn't, she doesn't have a psyche eval. Literally, Ursula is only in the ER or in the hospital in the intensive care unit because she has to. But then she gets out after four months. Yeah. They have multiple cell phones. They didn't want their bags checked and the police did not press to check their bags. Mm. So maybe something with, with uh, the cartel, yeah, drug trafficking ring, or don't say cartel, they might get us. Oh god. Um, so, so they're with some, I I can see that, or sex trafficking could be either or. Yeah, but something that the government might be into because they're trying to keep them out of the legal system. Hmm. Another theory was mind control by the government. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I don't know about that. Next, oh, suicide really? pact for the twins. Yeah. Eh, They're running out in front of traffic. I know, but that doesn't understand. That doesn't... That makes sense. They're literally throwing themselves in... Yeah, it doesn't make sense for the cell phones, but they are throwing themselves in front of traffic. Maybe. Maybe. They're actually serial killers, and they take the cell phones of their victims, and they were trying to kill themselves before they got caught. Well, the next theory is my favorite. Okay. Twin alien hybrids. No. Why? Because why would they have cell phones? Because think about, I don't know, maybe they're scared of them and they're trying to take it back to their planet. Maybe. They're trying to learn how to use them for communication. Maybe. I mean, they literally survive they all these... Full, they keep getting back up after getting hurt all this time. That could how also be people, possession, though. How many people do you think can survive getting hit by an 18-wheeler? That, that, that goes back to the possession thing, because... Christine wins, then. But, well, that's the one that probably makes the most sense. But now one of them found or their God, cats. so or their cats, yeah, nine their lives cats. cats. Yep. So that That's means fine. that Ursula has a solid eight lives left, and now Sabina's down to seven. Her first life was taken by the car. The second life was taken by, well, by jumping the hammer and jumping off the bridge. Yeah, well, so she's on her seventh. Well, so that is the Erickson twins and the very bizarre 
behavior that they were putting out into the world. Oh, y'all, lock your doors. Sabina's going to come tap on your windows with roof tiles. <laughs> Not with roof tiles, with the spatula, the hash singing roof tiler. Oh, my gosh. Purposely well, running into traffic and always escaping the law. Excellent. Excellent short for today. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> That's all, folks. If you want to seize the video and the photos from this case, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Glass of Crime Podcast. And then you can also email us at Glass of Crime Podcast at gmail.com if you have any recommendations case for pods that you would like us to go through. We have not received any yet, but we're willing chloe i know that you listen and i know that you probably have one that you want us to do my mom so email sent me us. some verbally so i do have some from mom lovely i love that um, i asked christine if she want to hear anything she was like uh yeah well she's not a true crime person but she listens for us thank god well all right you guys that's your shot yep hope you guys had a happy fourth of july also whenever yeah. you're listening to this we are recording on Monday, July 5th, so if you had a happy 4th yesterday, good job. You guys will be hearing this on Wednesday, July 7th. Or but you don't have to listen that. to it. Yep. You can listen to it anytime you want. Don't worry. Great. Right. No pressure. All right. I'm going to cut the rambling. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye besties.